thank you for joining the two huge pair of blue balls, Laura Tone. <laughs> um, so this is episode four, and it's a big one, and we've got the giggles. So we have. We have yeah. <laughs> Tonight we've got 115 problems, but audio <laughs> issues isn't one because we've checked that out. <laughs> No, seriously, though, um, we've got reviewing the Leeds and Real Madrid game. So two huge results to review there. Got transfer news, some big names on the list. Player and contract latest. So um, those big PKIs. Um, <laughs> Constantly posted. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, we've got rant of the week. And of course, hot topic every single week is refs and VAR. Uh, we're going to yeah. be talking about our top five city games that we've attended, so that'll be really interesting. Um, and then we're going to be looking at Everton and Real Madrid preview and our predicted lineups. And then we're going to go to our little bit of a competition, looking at the Premier League predictions that we've made over the last few weeks and who is ahead in that race. I hope it's still me, but then we'll be uh, making our <laughs> predictions for the upcoming fixtures as well. Awesome. Sweet. So, how are you, Tone? How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, City good. I'm good. And you're good. We spoke before. So, yeah, <laughs> everything's good. Everyone's happy. Yeah, everyone is happy. Um, yeah, good, thank you. Good. So, we have had some huge results over the last week, just since mm. episode three. Um, but I just want to take it back to the first um, game of the week to Leeds. What do you think about yeah. the performance and the result? Uh, performance first half was amazing. I mean, we were <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Just crushed Leeds. They couldn't mm. get out from 30, 30 35 yards. Uh, Bamford's, you know, I don't rate Bamford anyway, but as soon as he got the ball, he was ball was straight off him and they were just Gondawan run the show yes. absolutely ran the game I know he missed a penalty later but bar that perfect game just controlled it very similar to Rodri yeah but he had the room and I saw someone criticise actually saying, well he had loads of room yeah but he had loads of room because he made the room he <laughs> there's always someone bloody criticising in there those so, football analysts <laughs> yes yes the next pep yes yeah um, <laughs> I thought we were amazing first half second mm-hmm. half we started fine yeah it'd have been nice to have got the third and gone right done that's it done make the changes and we just didn't quite come and then the penalty happens which Pep was fuming about with um, Harland yes. and Gondolan, who both got dragged aside actually <laughs> after the game individually and told off. Yeah, awkward. Uh, yes, absolutely. And <laughs> rightly so. If Pep says Erling takes, Erling takes. He's mm-hmm. the boss. Yeah. So, penalty missed, up the other end, ridiculous defending. I, yeah, not good. <laughs> Goal, you know, t- good finish right in the corner. And then for the last. I don't know, six, seven, eight minutes, whatever it was. We're then tense. Everyone looks mm-hmm. a bit concerned. Oh, my God, we can't drop points here. Yeah. But a general thing, result brilliant. I don't yeah. care if it's four, eight, nine, two at this point. I'm not bothered. It's three points. The goal difference, I think, is pretty much there now for us. But the the, mm-hmm. the points yeah. is what we're after. So the result is excellent. The performance for... 
I'd say 80, 90% was excellent. We just had that little switch off, which is to be expected at some point. You know, we're not playing yeah. Chesterfield. We're playing a Premier League team who are fighting. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Sorry. What, what did you think? Um, I was actually really impressed with the way that we played. Like you said, the first half, it was really, I felt that was one of the most fluid games we've had in a really long time. Um, yeah. And I wonder if that's because we had and, and Rico on the double pivot, you know, they were pushed up and they were sort of, they worked really well together, I think. I know you mentioned yeah. about um, Rico and not getting into much space, but I actually saw him getting into quite a lot, quite a few pockets of space. Yeah, um, okay. Some really nice balls forward, some really, really great line breaking passes. I thought he had a really good game, but obviously, like you said, Gundogan was just... Oh, yeah. insane like so brilliant and even you know we can look we can forgive a penalty miss I mean how yes, many absolutely. of those players have missed penalties <laughs> I think yes. all of them have <laughs> uh, it's just the city DNA it's gonna happen um you know we we won the game through Gundo his intelligence um yes. such a such a great player um and De Bruyne as well you know, he was oh, making yeah. some really great runs off the ball, but I did notice him having to drop deeper um, because because they were defending so... <laughs> yeah. He, basically, he was trying to beat the bus. Yes, um, they parked the bus. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, he, I don't know, he was just seemed to be dropping a little bit deeper, um, but he was making some really good runs off the ball. Um, and yeah. I think the midfield was crucial. And in both goals, both goals were really, really similar. Um, yeah, yeah, very similar, just yeah. the opposite side. But yeah, they, yes, absolutely, they were. It was just sort of um, like a training ground drill. It's like they had practised it. That was the purpose. That was the aim. Gundogan on the edge of the box yes. in that position both times. You know, it's um, that is no coincidence. They've clearly worked on that. Um, and also for the second one, uh, I think Rico Lewis had a really big part in that as well because he'd, he'd got the ball to Haaland, Haaland put it out wide, but Lewis carried on making his run into the box. Right. Um, and it dragged a couple of defenders, made a bit of space, and Gundogan took his shot. I can vision it as you're saying it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think... I definitely think that was something that they'd practice. Probably, I don't know whether maybe they, you know, they, they obviously knew that they would defend that way. Yes, absolutely. Um, they were a little bit more adventurous in the second half. Leads, you know, that they were pressing a bit higher. But I think City also took the foot off the gas a little bit, um, which yeah. isn't surprising. With they'd made seven changes from the West Ham game. That's right. Um, and then they had Real Madrid midweek. So yes. they're kind of tired, you know. They, 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 these games are so intense. They they're, are, especially now. Exactly, and they're fighting for everything. So um, for me, I think it was it was normal that, that that they slowed down a little bit. They didn't keep up that pace that we saw, that fluidity. No, that's right. The little passages of play, the link-ups, it wasn't quite the same as the first half. And we should have been five up at least in the first half, I think. Oh, um, yeah. Without doubt, Harlan should have had three for himself, yeah. which yeah. is mad to say. He he just wasn't <laughs> his day. If he has the same chances yeah. tomorrow, he comes off with four goals. 
Exactly. It, exactly. It was just one of them days. But I thought Laporte was good as well. Come in. Oh, he's yeah. always good when he. And I know you're he a big is. fan of his. He, he was. He was good. And like you said, Rico as well. He. Yeah. I thought he grew into the game. I yeah. He, I, I thought maybe just a touch lack of sharpness, lost mm-hmm. a couple yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. But grew into it, and which you'd expect. I mean, the key is what is he, 18, 19? He's coming in for players like De Bruyne or Bernardo. He's yeah. not, or whoever, you know, Walker or whatever, coming in for top pros and expected to just slot straight in and say, right, lad, yeah. you're now with these elite players. Play exactly. elite. Yeah. And if you don't play elite, even a misplaced pass, I think yeah. he misplaced just two. Yeah. And there was a bit like, oh. You could see, you could sort of hear an audible oh, oh, murmuring <laughs> after the second one, and it was like, yeah. you know, crikey, you, yeah. we won the ball straight back anyway. But yeah, I thought great, yeah. great result, really and it good is, performance. Yeah, and it is a hybrid role that he's playing as well. So um, yeah, it's not easy. Absolutely not. Um, but I think one of the other things that that didn't really get much of a mention um, on social media was. Um, Edison, I think it was 28 minutes. It was just a couple of minutes after we scored our second. Um, Edison made a save. I think Leeds had a corner and McKenney had a header. And it was, right. it, it was, wasn't, I think it was yes. basically pretty much straight at him, but it was a bullet. I remember, yeah. Um, it bounced up, didn't it? Sort of, yeah. Is that right? Yes. It was a bit of an awkward one. Um, yeah, it's and a good he, save. Yeah. Exactly. And he kept us in the game um, or kept us in the lead by two anyway. And if yes. you think about the fact that they went on to, exactly although you could argue that if that had that gone in had eddie not saved that um harland would have taken that penalty (laughs) more than likely yes yeah Yeah. and you never know what happens after but exactly just on leads allardyce usual Mm. crap with him everyone behind the ball dire as anything just launching up to Bamford, who's up against Laporte and Akanji with no support. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't rate Bamford at all, really. Oh, he's, I, I don't mean he's Premier League stuff. He had no chance, the poor bloke, and everyone around him, Harrison and all that, and they just were lost, just didn't have a clue. In fact, I thought, first off, I don't know if it's right, but I thought I look, saw Luke Ailing say something to Harrison mm-hmm. after a corner something around something like where the hell are you playing (laughs) I think he was over the wrong side and it it looked like he'd mouthed something like that but that was Leeds they were just a bit of a bit of a shambles but yeah to be fair they're probably thinking goal difference and they they're only a minus one after City so they're they'll probably take that I think and we would we don't we've got three points yeah absolutely it was the result that mattered wasn't it absolutely 100% um and Real Madrid. I mean, it was a huge result midweek. What yes. That? I'm still coming down from it. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, I can't, it was such a weird game. It was sort of yeah. tentative. I thought City played brilliant for about half an hour. Mm-hmm. Really good. Should probably have got a goal. Mm-hmm. But we never really put ourselves all the way out there going no. forward I didn't think we just no, we controlled it mm-hmm. we just controlled that part of the game yeah the problem with that is you're playing Real Madrid you're not playing some you know donkey team you're playing one of the best teams on the planet Champions mm-hmm. League favourites all the rest of it yeah and at some point 
I think you've got to maybe go keep the ball with the vision of actually attacking at some point because at yeah. some point Real Madrid are going to control parts of that game and they've got mm-hmm. players as the lad who scored uh, Vinicius or whatever he's called Benzema and all those lot yeah. you know, go through their whole eleven really brilliant <laughs> yeah. team uh, but I was really pleased well I was really pleased the two great goals both mm-hmm. goals were brilliant absolutely brilliant I thought uh, Rodri Walker Edison, De Bruyne, mm. outstanding, especially Walker, because he's up yes. against their best, certainly their best, most threatening player, shall we say. Yeah. He he was unbelievable one, I think pretty much every one-on-one with uh, Vinicius. Exactly. He was fantastic. Carvajal, Tony Kroos, they should have been sent off. I still yes. don't, Carvajal don't think he even come off with a yellow card. I mean... I think he committed six fouls in the first 50 minutes and didn't get a single card. And it, these aren't fouls that weren't given either. They were fouls that were given. And he still didn't get a card. And Pep, at half-time, as the yeah. ref was coming off, had his arms up in the air like, yeah, what do these guys have to do? Tony Kroos has literally got his boot near Gundogan's hip yeah. <laughs> off the floor. And the That's ref just true. looked at him going, oh, no, it's the yellow card. And then Rudiger as well, he's another oh. one clattered. He did his little Champ League final clatter into yep. Gondoran this time, knocked him silly. Nothing, mm. nothing at all. Just, no. I know we're coming on to refs, but <laughs> ref, ref as per usual, yeah. appalling. Absolutely. City, City were, they played well, not the best. I thought they played well. The result is really good, really positive. Mm-hmm. Some really good performances. And I know we're unbeaten, aren't we, in yes. uh, Champions League? I think it's... T- no, is that right? Uh, no, sorry, sorry, that's t- uh, not unbeaten Champions League. I, I don't know if we are this season. We are, aren't we? I don't think we've lost in the Champ League yet. Uh, no, I don't think we have. I think we've drawn. I know we're on a run of like 21 unbeaten, one seventeen drawn four, mm. although three of those four draws... Three of those are the last three Champ League away games that we've yeah. drawn one-one in each of them. Yeah, and I think we were on a really, really good home run for the Champions yes. League. Is that like we twenty-two are. or something? Yes, yeah, um, it is the fortress. We, it, yeah. I think it's the longest unbeaten home run for an English side if we stay unbeaten past Wednesday. I, yeah. I saw that stat in one of. I think it's the Athletic. Yeah. Oh, Little City breaking Champions League records, eh? Imagine hey, that. <laughs> yeah, it, we are unbelievable. And a little shout out as well. Alfie Harlan getting, should we say, politely asked <laughs> to leave the box for <laughs> chucking stuff at Real fans. Now, what they didn't sit show and report is actually the Real, some of the Real fans were throwing stuff at him before. Yeah. Up, up to the thing. And when he started celebrating the goal, yeah. the De Bruyne brilliant goal they obviously their fans didn't like it and it's like sod off he's up in his own box there <laughs> exactly I mean hadn't he posted something on Twitter I think just explaining that yeah you know, what, they'd, right. what they'd said was a load of nonsense um, yeah what a surprise <laughs> but you made some really good points though about the referee making some odd decisions and you oh. could potentially have had a couple of Real Madrid players sent off yes um 
but nothing has been mentioned about that however what is Mm. getting a lot of um gossip at the moment or a lot of (laughs) certainly causing a lot of tears at the moment stop with the tears um (laughs) is the ball was out of play um yeah, yes, yes, this <laughs> leading, is brilliant. Leading up to the goal. Um, yeah. Now, there's a lot of City fans um, that are saying that this technology has never been used before. It has been used before. Let, you know, we have seen it before. It's not just, it's not a conspiracy. They've not created yeah. this technology just to use against yeah. us. Um, it has been used before. I've seen it used before. Um, so there is no conspiracy there. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but That's right. What's really important to point out to that li- that angry little Real Madrid fan? <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that video. <laughs> yes, I have. Oh, there's, there's another one. Yeah, there's two um, of them I've seen. And I think we yeah. need to... Is this the one that we need to give Stephen a shout out for? Um, is the, the Liverpool fan? <laughs> um, the Liverpool fan. Oh, there's, oh uh, well, there's Douglas and, and Simon. It'd, it'd be one of those two, I Yeah, suppose. possibly. Um, so... Yeah, basically, the ball did potentially went out of play. looked like it did using that technology. Yes. However, Camavinga won the won the ball back. Real Madrid won the ball back, and then Camavinga lost it. That's right. So yep, misplaced the, the play. Pass. Yeah. Yep. So VAR will only get involved if it's the same phase of play. Right. So the fact that the ball went out, City had it, but Real Madrid won it back. Camavinga misplaced pass. Um, we won the ball back and yes, then De Bruyne right. scored. So it wasn't the same phase of play. It was, a, it was a different phase of play. And that is why VAR wouldn't have got involved in that. Um, so to the Real Madrid fans, probably Liverpool <laughs> fans, um, <laughs> that, that somehow are friends now. Um, yes, yes. To be against Little City. Um, you know, for, for anyone that is crying about that, dry your eyes, mate, because... There is a very good reason that goal was not disallowed, and it's because you can blame the Real Madrid players for giving the ball away um, outside the box. So that that's right. That well, problem. <laughs> it's it's uh, that was that was a good. I like that rant. Uh, this, <laughs> you've done rant of the week. We're not even that rant yet. And <laughs> <laughs> um, that Simon the Liverpool fan who, who was bringing that up, and I did say to him, read up. You know, that's yeah. all I said to him. Read up, mate. And the one thing I did spot on this, this line that is it, how do you pronounce it? The B I B E I N sports. I can't pronounce that phrase. Is it, oh, is it just, it, is it being sports? I don't being know. Being sports or sport, whatever know. they are. Yeah. Um, I've seen being sports and being sports. And I thought, oh, whoever they are, they have this camera. The yeah. line's <laughs> not even bloody straight. <laughs> I noticed the little red line they had wasn't straight. Someone had put like a taken a photo thing of the ruler up against it and it cuts in so it's not even factual yeah. so it doesn't matter anyway like you said Camavinga lost the ball and all that so it exactly. doesn't matter yeah. and to be quite frank the shit decisions we get I couldn't give a bloody toss anyway even if it did go out and it shouldn't have counted exactly that's it isn't it I mean th- there was some decisions that you know within that game alone that um that you could question from a city yes. perspective so I think, you know, there'll always be um, there'll always be fans that are unhappy. There is a very good reason why that goal wasn't ruled out um, yeah. by VAR. Um, yes. So, so yeah. Um, brilliant that, goal. That was, brilliant, brilliant uh, it goal. Was, it was a 
Donning goal and KDB steps up again. Um, and I yeah. feel like he carries us sometimes. Um, I think was it Thierry Henry said something recently that he is the most he has he is the most clever footballer he's ever witnessed. He's definitely up there, isn't he? His positioning. He also yes. well, I wouldn't say we rely you know completely on him. We've got a terrific, yeah, terrific team. Yeah. But he he does come up with big moments. I saw yes. something this week where someone said he didn't turn up in big games. I mean, I, 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 I mean, that's just one of the most nonsensical things, nonsensical things. Sorry, I've ever ever heard. Doesn't turn up in big games. He scored four against Lee uh, against Wolves last season. That was a huge yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, and um, the the <laughs> the setup <laughs> the setup for Gundogan for that lovely yeah. ball to beat Villa. Exactly. I mean, we could be here all week talking exactly. about how good he is. But the same idiots who questioned the Bruyne are wearing Bruno Fernandes tops. You know, the <laughs> captain that can't wait to get off the pitch when his team's losing. Yeah, exactly. So they can all piss off. <laughs> That's my bloody rant. <laughs> oh, it's going to be full of rants. Um, but yeah, Love I think that, that... I mean, Walker as well. You know, KDB obviously stepped up again. Yes. But Walker was fantastic. I had some concerns about him um first half of the season not necessarily um major concerns he just looked like he'd lost his pace a little bit right yeah um he was just getting out out running a few games people were just going past him whether that was maybe more positioning and because we know that pep was maybe trying a few things out and maybe it was his positioning that just meant that he couldn't catch up but um i, I just yeah. felt that he'd lost his pace a little bit but you know, that yeah. game really should just completely proven yeah. me wrong. Um, he's still got it. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Incredible <laughs> athlete. And what was interesting, though, was there was, um, <clears throat> there was some criticism on ESPN. I can't remember who it was. It was probably somebody, right. probably somebody irrelevant. But um, yeah. <laughs> there was some criticism on ESPN about um, Pep maybe not setting up to or maybe either whether it's Pep and the setup or whether it is the team about not taking advantage of or taking the taking their chances, not pushing, you know, not pushing for, for the win. Um right. And Gary Neville yeah. also posted something on Twitter, I think, um saying, oh I think we'll see Foden and Mares come on or something like that. But I no, that game no. was perfectly that that is how Pep wanted it. I have no doubt in my yes. mind that set up he was more conservative and he gets criticized all the time in the Champions yes. League. Oh, you know, you why don't we change things? Why why are why can't we defend in the Champions? He what he's doing is he's adapting, he's yes. evolving. Um, it's a great you know, point. Yep. People think he's stubborn, but he isn't stubborn. What he what he does is he analyzes and then based on his analysis, based on the evidence before him, he then comes up with a plan of action. So yes. whilst Absolutely it may right. seem he's stubborn, he's not gonna just make changes on a whim. Oh, this isn't working, let's just change no. it. The plans he comes up with are based on, you know, thorough analysis, his yep, incredible right. football brain. 
he knows exactly what he's doing and he's set up to be more conservative. You mentioned it as well. He wanted control of the game. Control the game. And Grealish yes. and Bernardo gives us that. That's right. Grealish and Bernardo in that sense are better yes. than Foden and yeah. Mares, without any doubt. And that is a great, 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 great point. We control Pep. Pep wants to control every game. He control. Yeah. He's obsessed with control of games. If we exactly. have the ball, we're controlling. The opposition yeah. don't score. It's exactly. simple as that. And yeah. you're. I think you're absolutely right. The name of the game was control the game. And after we'd scored, we controlled it for the remainder. We get come out one all back to our place, delighted. And I'm sure Pep is. Yeah. I mean, what do you think that a result like that away against Real Madrid, especially after last year and what happened um, mm. at, on their home turf um, in the mm. Champions League last season, what do you think that result does for the squad now at such a crucial point in the season? Huge boost. Without any doubt, a huge boost because... Uh, to be fair, our team right now is better than it was when we played Real Madrid in that game. Yes. I'm sure if I'm wrong, I will get told I'm wrong. But we had Fernie at left-back, I seem to recall. And I love Fernie. I've got no yeah. problem with Fernie. He's amazing, but he's not left-back and he's older, slower. So the team's stronger, but we still went there. We were the better side overall. They, they played OK, but I thought we were the better side. We've come away with a point, which is... On paper, you never know because we don't know what will happen next week. But City have got the better result out of it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think we have. I definitely think we have. And Real Madrid, they may feel, although they've got some very good away wins, like at, um, I think they won at Chelsea, didn't they? And and, and other places, mm-hmm. they they may feel that they needed a lead to take to our place. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get it. So yeah. I think a big boost to the squad, though. Huge boost. Yeah. And it, it, the squad needs every boost it can get yes, at the moment because we've got course. big games every three, four days. Exactly. And say, I I mean, I'm sure they will, Real Madrid will be thinking, well, we'll just play the same way. We'll get them on the counter attack. We'll just, you know, we'll sort of solid up. Um, and then just get them on the counter-attack. I mean, that has tradition or sort of historically been our weakness in recent seasons. That's right. We, I think we have become a bit wiser to that. And and I think that is something um, that did really impress me, impress me was that it was, it was a more wise performance, a more mature performance. Yes. Against thugs, divers, cheats, and crybabies. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Well put. Um, so do you think Pep, so I have no doubt that that's how they will set up um, at the Etihad next week. Do you think Pep will change things for that? Like, do you think he will be more wanting a more attacking flair with like maybe Foden or Alvarez or something? No, I don't. I think he'll set up. The only change could be Akavi's fit yeah. at the back. That's mm-hmm. the only change. I would be amazed. Real Madrid are the quick attacking team. City are the control team. Mm-hmm. City will play to what they are good at, which yeah. is controlling the game mm-hmm. and creating chances. Yeah. Real. I saw something today about them, Real, dropping Rodrigo and bringing someone in. It, if it happens, it happens. I don't see it because he's fast counter. And that's what Real will be doing. You just said it there. Mm-hmm. So, no, I think 
it will stay the same. Ake in for a Kanji. Walker's going to play because he'll be up against Vinicius. Yeah. 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 No, I don't see any other changes. No, he'll want control. Yeah. No chance for Laporte coming in. No, no, he may, he may play at Everton. Mm-hmm. No, if there's any changes in that back line, as I think it'd be Ake, and then if anyone gets put into the centre back, I yeah. think it'll be Stones Diaz, by the way. But if yeah. anybody does, it'll be a Kanji before Laporte, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Laporte, um, mm. what transfer news do you have for us? Uh, well, on Laporte, there's not, yeah, I think it's sort of well known now that he's going I think there were more reports this week I saw something about Laporte Mm. he is going to be on his way this summer for almost for sure because he's let Pep know or you know City know that he's keen to new challenge and don't blame him been great for us but he's not playing and well he's not playing anywhere near enough for a player that quality we said on Episode one or two, he walks into any other team in the Premier League. You know, there isn't a team he doesn't get into. Oh, and I'm yeah. talking, Agreed. I'm talking everybody, Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, whoever, he walks in those teams. Yeah. He's not playing getting time. So I think Laporte's going to go, but I think that's quite widespread. Did you want me to go through some of the other transfer stuff? Yeah, we've got yeah. some. I, I noticed a really odd one in your... Hmm. Um, in your list <laughs> right okay <laughs> and it just made me cringe at the thought I um, think I know this is going to be go on James yeah. Ward-Prowse yes that's yeah. the one <laughs> I was just looking at my notes going who's Laura going to bring up here and then I saw JWP <laughs> and I thought James Ward-Prowse um, I've seen some talk there was one of the papers maybe Mirror Star both of them probably they both copy each other Yeah. James Ward-Prowse to City you know 40 million can categorically Jesus. say that's not going to happen. No. Now, if he was as good at free kicks, sorry, if he was as good at everything else as he is free kicks, yeah. he would be playing at City or you know uh, Liverpool or somewhere or Real Madrid even if he's that good. Yeah, James Ward Prowse is a decent player. Mm-hmm. He's amazing at free kicks. I don't think he's the, you know he's not that good at everything else. I just think. Excuse me. He's a stable mid-table Premier League Aston Villa type level, and I suspect that's where he'll end up. I think Newcastle are interested in him. Right. But okay. I think. I think he. It, it won't be City anyway. It's, it's yeah. not going to be City. It's not not happening. So <laughs> I, yeah. I was told that last summer, or maybe the summer before, when we were linked with him before, that it's a no-go. And yeah. Maybe things change, but. That's not one of them. I I would be amazed if City, because to put it bluntly, he is not good enough. (laughs) That's that's my opinion. And people go, oh, he bloody is. And I know there'll be... people? Yeah, yeah. Well, there'll be a couple of Saints fans, a couple of guys I know, Saints fans who listen, and they they will probably text me straight after going, you bloody what? Yeah, he's he's not good (laughs) enough for this level. I I think he's a good mid-table player. Yeah, agreed. Um, and if and if you you know if your friends give you a bit of stick, um, then perhaps yeah. send them to me yeah. for some private therapy. <laughs> right, I will. Sixty pound an hour, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, they need therapy because things are about to go down, so they oh, might well I take know. you up on that, poor lads. I know it is. It is sad, isn't it, to see any 
especially yeah. you know a team like that I think I don't have any issues with Southampton it's unfortunate that um yeah. they do, I don't know they seemed to have a plan at a bit of a plan at the beginning of the season um yeah they, yeah, they did there was, there was a bit of a buzz about them yeah but the uh, then it just went tits up yeah, but they spent some money and stuff. And obviously, that's where I met you, wasn't it, at St Mary's? Yeah, at Saint. yeah. So, you know, I'll, I would have gone down to St Mary's again next year, but obviously that's not looking likely now. No, no. I... So another one I've got um, <clears throat> is Verratti, Paris. There's all kinds of talk. He, or he mm-hmm. wants to move in the summer. Okay. He's, he's 31, I'm going to say. Don't. I, I don't know. I haven't heard nothing on this one. I'm just yeah. saying it's not. It's not happening. Yeah. I think his agent's playing little games. He'll sign up another hundred grand a week. Paris mm-hmm. don't care. He stays. Yeah. If he goes, maybe to well, I'll say Real Madrid. But my God, they're going to be inundated with midfielders. To be honest, I don't care where he goes. It's not going to be City. No. Okay. Cover Kovacic is another one. Now that one, there's somebody working for is it Football Insider Sport Pete or something off Twitter okay. <clears throat> he's saying that City are in big time for Kovacic I haven't heard any more from when we spoke in I think yeah. episode 2 mm-hmm. that Kovacic they like him that nothing, no moves nothing, so I don't know if anything has progressed and that chap who reported it from the Football Insider or wherever he's from yeah. may well have heard some stuff. He's, I think he's 29. He's got a year left. Chelsea reportedly want 30, 40 million. Okay. He's a neat and tidy player. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say no. Good squad player. He, mm-hmm. he wouldn't start. Not a chance he would start. No. But my own view, and <laughs> I can't be any clearer. I know I say it every week. Disclaimer, I have not heard this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is just because every time I say my thoughts, someone goes, Yeah, of course it is, time. Of course it is, son. It, <clears throat> Kovacic won't be at City, but mm-hmm. I've yeah. been wrong many a time, and I'm sure probably will be again this summer. But I don't don't see that one happening. No, so what about you? I, I, um, I, I can't see it happening. Um, it is all right. He's a, you know, he's yeah. like you say, good. Would be a, a squad player. I think our bench at times looks a little bit sparse. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'd say this. People have said for ages, haven't they? That oh, you know, they've got a ben- basically a bench, to, a bench of starters, um, and yeah. we we haven't anymore. Um, let's no, be we honest. have not. <laughs> No, it's say, a slim squad. It is yeah. a slim squad. I'd say maybe Alvarez, Foden are starters. Um, yes. And, you know, for reasons that, you know, certainly, I mean, Alvarez, we've got Haaland. So that's yeah, a little bit yeah. more difficult yeah. for him. But, um, you know, Foden, <laughs> I'd say the only reason he's not starting is because he's spent a lot of the season injured, um, recovering from surgery. I mean, his right. form has been absolutely insane considering he's missed half of, you know, half of the, the season. His his goal yeah. contributions is ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it could potentially be an all right squad player. Um, yeah, do I yeah see he's a decent us... player. Yeah, he, he is decent. Mm. I need to be a good option to have. I just don't see 
Um, I just don't see City going for him. Um, no, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't. So, yeah, I, I've got a bit of a cross on that one. Yeah, but Bellingham as well, he's, I think he's going to Real Madrid. I, yeah. I know there's all oh, the Spanish media are doing this, that and the other. I think he's going to Real Madrid. I think he's fairly certain he's going there now, which, mm-hmm. fine, to be honest, moved on from that. Yeah. But we mentioned this last week with the Declan Rice thing, because if you'd have asked me a few weeks ago, I'd have said, no way, because Bellingham is in play. But no, yeah. he's not in play. I'm, I'm still not convinced I saw something 120 million West Ham one. I mean that that's never gonna happen in a million years. No. Not it's not even a good it'll be maybe half that 60, 70 I'd imagine. So, but West Ham to be fair, they're they're you know he's their player. They're yeah. entitled to ask what they want while he's still their player. They won't be getting that money from even Chelsea aren't that stupid to pay that amount of money for him. But mm-hmm. he he's an interesting one. I like Declan. I think he's a brilliant player, yeah, and I would have him at City. And I've said that all along. I'd have him, but the thing that stops it is if he comes in. Mm-hmm. You know what really is happening with Phillips? Because mm-hmm. if Declan Rice comes in to be next to Rodri, he's not going to be Rodri's understudy. I think you said this last week. He's far yeah. too good for that. Yeah, I mean, he's a captain, isn't he? He's not going to go from being a captain to that's being it. Somebody's. Second in, you know, second in line. That's it. I, I would love Rice at City. Do I think we'll get him? I'm wavering on this. I, I'll stay with no. Mm-hmm. I don't think we will. But if Phillips left, or he was part of that Phillips deal, you know, I've seen 50, 60 million in Phillips and all. I'll be honest, I'll, I'll do that. I, if, if it was 50, 60 in Phillips, I'd personally would take that and just move on and get Rice in and move Phillips on but yeah I'd just say 60-40 I'd just say no at the moment I don't think he will what what do you think do you think Rice will be here um no I don't I don't think we'll pay it's interesting I think though that we are looking at a lot of English players yes yeah Pep's doing Um, the England team in prep for taking the job (laughs) <laughs> apparently don't tease please. Um, <laughs> um, but it, I do think it's interesting that, that, that City are looking at a lot of English players at the moment yeah. which but, but do I see I do like Declan Rice I think he's a fantastic player and I do think he's you know a, a top four player um, yes yeah, same yeah, definitely he is. You know, no disrespect to West Ham, love them to bits. We're even recording early today, so we can get, so that we can go and watch the West Ham game. So, yeah. you know, we love, absolutely love West Ham, but I, he's too yes. good for West Ham as they are at the moment. Um, yeah, absolutely right. And he wants to move. He's made yeah. it clear he, he, he wants needs to move to be, on. Yeah, he needs to be in the Champions League, um, playing in title winning games I mean I suppose you could technically say that that's what they're doing um, tonight mm. um, or hoping mm. for tonight but he needs to be in the Champions League he needs to be um, fighting for the Premier League title he needs to be winning you know the top trophies in football because he yes. is he's that good he's a, he's a great player yes, is he, he is. better than Rodri no he isn't um, no. so I wouldn't have him over Rodri and I think 
he would he's only going to go to he's young he's really young he's a captain he's a leader he's excellent he's not going to go somewhere where he isn't the number one choice he gets in every premier league team i was just thinking then yeah. arsenal yes he does liverpool yes, yes. he does it, it definitely in liverpool in fact that'd be an excellent signing for them united as well it would united, be, I, yeah. he, he would take both of those teams to a completely whole new level to to yeah. where we are um, he's just not going to get Rodley out of the team. This, that's not no. going to happen. Um, no, that's right. Does maybe Pep see something in him? Uh, you know, that's his specialist area. Maybe he sees something in him that he thinks he could, you know, take him up a level. Maybe he mm. could be then competing with Rodri. Who knows? But I don't think he's going to want to take that chance to sit on a bench as a, as a young leader. Do I see him yeah, alongside Rodri? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think he's that. So that kind of um you know we we need our midfield needs you know a really good central um uh defensive midfielder we need yeah. a creative midfielder and then we sort of need um a more um sort of i guess you could say box to box midfielder but not in the traditional sense somebody that is going to uh, somebody that's more fluid, somebody that can get into the little pockets of space, yeah. somebody like Gundogan, somebody like David Silva, somebody that's going to help the game flow when we are, you know, whether that is, yeah. whether we're in possession, whether we're controlling the game or whether we're not, whether we're counter-attacking. I don't see Rice doing that. Um, maybe he can, maybe he's capable. I don't know. I've not, you know, but I wouldn't necessarily say that's a position he could take up either. So I don't see... I don't see him fitting in with with our team as it is. No, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. But but who knows? You know, who knows? Yes. Yeah. If he comes in, I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If he does, if he does, if he does join us, I wouldn't be like, oh god, you know, what's yeah. the point in that? I think he's a fantastic player, and I certainly wouldn't turn my nose up at that. I just don't see it happening because I don't see him fitting into the squad as we are. Yeah, I sent a tweet out earlier, would we have Rice at City? I'd say it's about a 70-30 split. 70 mm. said yes, and there's about yeah. 30 said... It, it wasn't just no, either. It's absolutely not. <laughs> so oh, clearly wow. okay. quite a few don't rate him. But in the main, it was it was yes. Yeah, OK. But, Interesting. Uh, I've got some City players. If you, do you want me to go through a few of them? Yes, you have been teasing God oh, all God. week. <laughs> um, just like tickling them, so give give us your give give us your gossip. <laughs> well, I'll come to Gondwan last because I know that's the one one wants to hear. So I'm going to be okay. a shit and do that one last. So okay. apologies, everyone. I have been naughty though. I've done a couple of the eye things you said earlier, and <laughs> I've had I've actually had two or three DMs, two I think, from people saying, "Tone, come on, mate." Stop it, you know. <laughs> Come on, you're just winding up and all that. You are a big tease. <laughs> I am, I am, I am. I'm naughty, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'll just I'll just go quickly go through the others. Rico Lewis. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've been talking about a new contract with him since set one, and there's been talk about him for a few months. So that's yeah. again nothing new. That's all done and dusted, apparently. So that one okay. will be that's just a matter of announcement. Yep. I was told that earlier today on my I said it's in every episode, my shifty DM group. Um, <laughs> so Rico, it's just a matter of announcement. So yeah. no no okay. worries with that deal that's happening. 
Perfect. Ake1, that will be sorted soon. I don't know if that's signed, sealed, no idea, but that one will be done. Harland talks in the summer. That will happen, both sides, all good. McAtee, that will happen, both sides, again, all good. Pep wants, uh, I think, till 28, I think they're looking at. I think he's 20 until 26 at the moment, 2026. Okay. So a couple of years for, extension. Yes, they're looking at that, whether it is or it'll be 27, 28, somewhere around there, but it's being extended either way. So okay. he's, he's that's that's definitely happening. Yeah. The Gundogan one, <laughs> the, <Yeah>. now, <laughs> is <laughs> what I was told yesterday on this DM group. Now, again, disclaimer, because some people do not listen, and I get a lot of shit for this, <laughs> is, uh. again, this is not confirmed news. I'm not saying this definitely will happen. <laughs> so this is per somebody else whose name I definitely cannot give. I can't remember if I've told you who it is. But <laughs> <laughs> Or, or or who's on this group? Um, Gundo, mm-hmm. a City are looking at the two years for Gundo because there was talk they're only doing one. Yeah, but I was told I think it was yesterday that it they're now offering two years. Okay, coaching opportunity as well, Fantastic. which he is doing his badges. I think he's on yeah. like the top level one or something he's doing now, or he's passed it or whatever mm-hmm. he's doing. Yeah. But he would then, a part of his deal with City is he would then go into somewhere in City to do coaching Excellent. when he does retire. That's not necessarily after two years. He may do yeah. two years, then move on somewhere. Because I, I, I don't know how old he is, actually. Is he 31, 32? 32, I think. And and if you think back to, I don't know if it was last season, like maybe mid-season last season, there was talk of him retiring. Do you remember when he had that back issue? The back issue, that's right. Yeah. Yes. And there was talk of him potentially leaving at the end of the season, but not going somewhere else, but retiring. I mean, it retiring, seems that yeah. that's fixed. It's, you know, his back's sorted out, uh, which is great. Yeah, he, yeah, he was definitely having problems, wasn't he, in the games yeah. you could see him wincing, which when it's your back, it's, you know, mm. it's an unknown back exactly, and injuries. Yeah. But, so the, the big news or the big, I'm going to say the big gossip, because yeah. if I say news, that sounds like it's factual, yeah. you know, and it's definitely going to happen. But City, two years, they want in two more that's years. Them. That's yeah. the talk at the moment. And hopefully that'll get done. And I yeah. did a little vote thing earlier mm-hmm. for about an hour. Just, yeah. would, you know, would you want Gondo to stay two more years? Mm-hmm. 90% yes. So yeah. there you go. Excellent. And just a little side note, because um, we know, that we've discussed some transfer talk <laughs> and some player contract news within our Blue Balls podcast. So if anybody is listening and then goes and writes an article for any media purposes, <laughs> please do remember <laughs> to credit your source, please. <laughs> yes, one national, yes, yes. Yeah. And this, he, <laughs> he, he may well be listening to this now, but I, I yeah, I... A brief conversation with <laughs> with someone from a national paper. Yeah. And yeah, it's funny how things end up in one yeah. of them papers straight exactly. after. Straight after My... the podcast. Yes, we see you. Um, yes. So remember Absolutely. your credits. <laughs> I know it's how, how bloody outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> it is, um, but I think we've got a really um, interesting because just as we were talking about Gundogan mm. last season, potentially. Um, potentially 
retiring or that talk of him potentially retiring last season and then he goes yeah. on um we're now looking at extending his contract for another two years and yes. um, he has played such a crucial role since all of that talk about him potentially retiring because he's back now if you just think about that game last season that against Aston Villa yeah um, that is he has been so important but it does lead us you know kind of sort of into um talking about our top five city games attended oh yes yeah great um because I'm sure you can imagine that game with where Gundogan was the hero um is it has made my list so I don't know if you wanna, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you want to <laughs> kind of start us off with one, you know, with one of your top five city games that you've attended. Yeah, I mean, I don't go as much as you. Well, nowhere near nowadays. I used to back back mm. when, and I've gone for games more back when. So when I yeah. went back then, the obvious ones, and to be fair, I wasn't in the ground for them, so I can't really have them. But the QPR one, the yeah. Villa one you know, when we beat West Ham to win the title under Pellegrini or, you know, they, those are the more, when I say obvious, I don't mean that in a disparaging way. Yeah. You know, they're, they're the more obvious ones because they're just monumental moments. Yeah. But I've gone, I've gone more, well, my number is uh-huh. uh, Leipzig. I was there for the 7-0 recently when Haaland oh, scored five. Yes. I was with a friend of mine, uh, Martin, and we went up there, and I, I just, I just couldn't believe what I see. Leipzig are no mugs. I think they'd lost once in six months previously yeah. to that, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we we're just watching it, and it, it was just phenomenal. And when Haaland scored his fifth, everyone around us was just laughing, as in, "What the hell is going yes. on? This is <laughs> incredible." Mm-hmm. It, in a strange way, the season before, when we beat Paris in the group stage 2-1, yes. I actually probably thought, was that last? Yeah, yeah, previous season. Was, yeah. We beat them 2-1. That was probably actually a better performance than a 7-0. But it was being there with a 7-0 with the yeah. fans. And I met loads of other Blues that day as well. And a couple of them sort of come and said hello and stuff, which was really nice. Yeah. It was just that, that whole evening. It was a great day, a great evening. The football was unbelievable. Haaland, just insanely good. City, insanely good. And the, the crowd was great for that Champ League game. And, yeah, yeah just uh, in in a few years, I may, that may drop out, but it's one of those games that's fresh in the mind. So that mm-hmm. one is a more recent one I've gone with. Did yeah. you want to do your number five? or? Yeah, I can do. Yeah. And mine probably works out quite well with yours, actually, because mine are more recent because I go way more than I used to. Um, But my number five is actually my very first and only game at Main Road. Right. Um, I couldn't tell you what game it was. I was about six, so I can't remember. Couldn't tell you what game it was. Couldn't tell you um, who we played, what what the result was. Um, (laughs) But it was my first and only game at Main Road and my dad took me. So it was one of the only things probably um, that he ever did right when I was a kid. (laughs) Um, So it is, you know, um, I don't have many great memories with my dad, but that is one thing that 
but I do remember that he did for me um and okay. it was a it was a great experience I, I don't remember much of it um but I do uh, remember feeling just completely overwhelmed so excited and yeah. completely falling in love with this team that nobody wanted me to support <laughs> <laughs> um, including my dad who is a United fan as well but um, wow yeah um, so I did you know really appreciate that, that he took me um, obviously he recognized that um, I liked City yeah I um play football as a kid so they you know it was a huge interest so he did take me and that was you know sort of the blossoming that's nice that's a nice memory yeah yeah it is it is a great memory because you know I think that is when I can you know I I guess I was a bit of a rebel and and thought well why does nobody want me to support this team um (laughs) let's love them (laughs) absolutely it's like taking the runt of the litter home. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've always been that, that sort of person. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is how my love story with City, um, I guess, sort of really started. I, I, I liked them before that. Um, but that is how it really um, sort of kicked off our toxic love yeah. affair. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely well. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's changed nowadays. Yeah, that's a really nice memory. That's a good one. Yeah. What about your number four? Number four, my other half, Marie. We had a long weekend up in Manchester, and this is back yeah. in actually it's not that long ago, October seventeen, and our okay. both of our birthdays are in October. So yeah. we we went up to City, and Marie wanted to watch the snooker over in Yorkshire. So we sort of did. I think it was three days where we went to Manchester and Yorkshire and did all the sport we wanted to do. Yeah. And City beat Stoke 7-2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jesus 2. Now, this is off memory. I'm going to go Jesus 2, Sterling, David Silva, Fernie scored an absolute screamer, mm-hmm. Sane, Sane scored, and De Bruyne's assist is ridiculous. And I think Bernardo got the other one. Mm-hmm. 7-2. And it was just nice because... Yeah, it was nice to be there with Marie, and it was also yeah. nice. It, that was one of the games where it really clicked mm-hmm. early with Pep, yeah. and you realised, and everybody realised, coming out the ground, and we talked to people in the bar after how bloody good City were going to be with yeah. Sane and Sterling at the time, and Aguero and all these players. And it was it, that that for me, watching live in person, was the one where I went. Yeah, we're we're good. We're very very good. Yeah, and and obviously the rest is history. That season was incredible. But what about you? Your number four? Um, my number four was um City against Liverpool in two thousand and sixteen at Wembley. Right. Um, yeah. and we I think we won the Carabao Cup on penalties. Um, so it was that. The penalty shootout, the intensity. Um, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was the first trophy that I saw us lift in person. Right. Um, And that's cool. Yeah. So that was um, a really great experience. So um, thank you to my Hmm. friends, Chris and Paula, who took me 
Um, I say took me. I was a fully grown adult at the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did um, they drive? That's the thing. They, did they... They, they drove. They got me ah, tickets. They paid for me to stay over in London. So, yeah, they, it was because of them that I was able to go. So, um, yeah, it was a fantastic experience. And, yeah, the first trophy that I saw was lift in person. Um and you know it was against Liverpool so I think that may have been like the start of that sort of you know um tetchiness between the two teams right um so yeah it was uh it was a great game yeah that's awesome what about you what's your number three three yeah Uh, first game with my dad now but much similar to you I don't I know we lost to Crystal Palace. I, I mentioned this in this Edison article I wrote for um, City Global. It, yeah, it was a 1987. I would have been six or seven years old. Yeah. And we lost to Palace. Eric Nixon, the keeper, got sent off for punching because they had Mark Bright and Ian Wright up front. And I think yeah. it was Mark Bright, possibly, that he punched. Yeah. And got sent off and we lost. But we actually played well to that point. And he, yeah. that bloody idiot got sent off. But I, <laughs> it's weird because even at that age, yeah. when I think I can still remember the position and the stand I was, I can still mm-hmm. remember looking over to where the keeper was yeah. and seeing that scuffle or what, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I always remember, <laughs> and in a way, it's one of my favourite memories. And I don't mean this in a, a weird way. I remember leaving the the stadium in tears yeah mm-hmm. i seem to recall i was in tears i actually think i was in tears not because city lost but <laughs> although that would become normal not long after <laughs> I, I i think it was because i was young and yeah. i wasn't used to being with crowds mm-hmm. and at main road you know it's not where you get a bit more space nowadays and it's lovely facilities you were piled you know together trying to get out barging into people and i just wasn't used to that cool. Oh, how about now? Um, that is better. So we're at one minute twenty-two. If you wanted to cut it out, okay, I will cut that part out. Sorry, everyone. Did I cut out for long there, or uh, a little bit, about thirty seconds or so? Oh, really? Oh, god. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know what anyone's heard after I edit this. So I'll just be quick <laughs> and say we lost the Palace, and it was yeah. my first game with my dad, my first City game. And it was with my dad and he took me in from there. Yeah, City fan, obviously, ever since. So how about yours? Amazing. My number three is um, this season, Arsenal at home. Um, right. I just... the <laughs> This is probably more about what I saw in the team. So um, the players, they fought hard. Um, you know, it was a new kind of professional wise mature performance under immense pressure um and it was the atmosphere that got me um the whole crowd the whole of the etihad (laughs) which we know isn't always the case um was electric the whole place it was electric and it you know it really made my hairs were stood on end it was just incredible um and it was yeah it was it was more about the difference that I saw in, in the players, just the the mentality that I saw in them and in the crowd that I just yes, thought brilliant. this is this is a special 
special game. Um, and let's hope it means something by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, what about your number two? My number two Don't is... give you too much information, though. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm just being childish. Hey, so what is your number two? Sorry, I don't know why I'm grinning. <laughs> um... <laughs> is it because of the joke about a number two? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry. We're both as bad as one another, I think. <laughs> um, okay, number... Your number two game that you've been number to... Two... Number two game I've been to uh, is Newcastle home, February 96. Now, Mm -hmm. City at the time uh, had Alan Ball in charge. Now, I don't know if you... I'm not asking your age, Laura, don't worry. But I don't know how familiar you would have been. When was your first game at Main Road? Oh, God, I was about six. So um, let's say... How old was I? When I was, I mean, what year was it when I was six? Um, <laughs> it was about 96, 97, 1996, Right. So this is one of the games I went to mm-hmm. in February 96. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Newcastle home. <clears throat> and we were fighting against uh, relegation. We actually went down later that season mm-hmm. under Alan Ball. Newcastle had Kevin Keegan. They were fighting for the title. Both teams had to win different reasons. We yeah. drew three three, mm-hmm. but it was a brilliant game. Yeah, uh, Rosler scored a goal and had a go at Alan Ball because Rosler had come off the bench and he wanted to start more. And I think that's right. I think Rosler come off the bench and scored. Mm-hmm. It was just end to end. I think we took the lead three times and drew three three. A bit fuzzy on that bit. Yeah, Keith uh, King Cladsey was. Amazing. Oh, now, I know the goal against Saints, uh, you know, that's amazing. But that, in my opinion, was his best game for City, was Newcastle. Mm-hmm. He had them on strings all game. Just they could not get near him. Yeah. It was Aspria. Newcastle had just signed Aspria. If I remember right, it was his debut. He elbowed and headbutted Keith Curl right in front of the referee. Mm-hmm. Nothing given. So the referee of course. Then. They've always been bent. <laughs> Yeah, I could see it back from the stand and the ref was right next to it. It's absolutely outrageous. But the game means a lot to me because it was one of the first games really I saw where it was just manic end-to-end. It's typical Mm -hmm. Kevin Keegan and City who couldn't defend for shit. And it was just just end-to-end. We were were free-two up, not long to go. Mm -hmm. Alan Ball, for some bizarre reason, decided to put Niall Quinn in in Mm defence to try and hold on. Yeah. Well, the ball deflects off Niall Quinn and goes in and makes it free-free, which was, oh, that's Man City back then. And <laughs> just, it was just an amazing game. Just the Espria, because you could see his skills and stuff, but he had, he had that rough side of elbowing mm-hmm. and throwing himself. And Keegan running on the pitch when he made it free-free. And King Cladsey was amazing. Yeah. It, just the, that whole thing. Free-free, brilliant game. One of my absolute fondest memories and I was with my dad watching that and loved it what amazing game how about you incredible um so mine is um Chelsea at home last season so I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't necessarily say it was one of our best performances ever um or was it necessarily the best results ever but 
Um, we won one nil. KDB again yeah. stepping up in a huge, huge game. It felt like it was a really important game. It was a tight season with Liverpool. Um, yes, that's right. And I mean, the atmosphere fear was great. Um, but I, it just felt like a really, really important win. A really important three points. Um. Yeah, and I got home and I was like singing in the porch. My mum, my mum was like waiting for me to come home, and I was like singing in the porch. And I came home and I was <laughs> buzzing, and I was Brilliant. like singing, dead excited. And I was giving like my mum a bit of a game review. <laughs> um, <laughs> ten minutes later, I was asleep on the sofa. I was that emotionally drained. Right. I fell asleep. I'd, I'd been gone from absolute high when I got home <laughs> to yeah. falling asleep within 10 minutes. Oh, like, my Lord. <laughs> it, it, that's how much that 1-0 impacted me. Um, and <laughs> it was, you know, it was incredible. And uh, Kevin De Bruyne is stepping up again. Um, and, yeah, so it, it just, it sticks in my head just because I was so high when I got home. Um, yeah. Emotionally, of course, you know, nothing. Yes, of course. <laughs> no illegal substances or anything like that. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, then asleep within 10 minutes. So, yeah, it Brilliant. obviously took it out of me. <laughs> yeah, what's, your, what's your top spot? A top spot. I don't recall who I went to with this. Mm-hmm. If my dad's listening, he'll probably... It was either him or uh, maybe my uncle or don't recall the, but I just remember 1994. We had Brian yeah. Horton in charge. Mm. Uh, I loved Brian Horton. He's on Twitter. Um, loved yes. him as our manager. And he got one season. He got booted out for keeping us up, which is still. And then we got Alan Ball and went downhill. <laughs> we should have kept Brian Horton. Um, we beat Spurs five two in yeah. that season. Uh, there's another one. Yeah, that was brilliant. There's another game where we beat Blackburn away. But I like this Spurs one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Walsh got a couple, I seem to recall. Terry Phelan, Gary Flitcroft, and I'm always raving about Keith Curl. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. But we went into the game, and this was like a star-studded, I'd say, Spurs team. They had Klinsman, Anderton, Dimitrescu, mm-hmm. Nick Barnby, all these players all the way through the eleven with uh, Ozzy Ardiles in charge. And they'd spent a fortune for that time yeah. assembling this team. And they come to our place. I remember the mood being very, if we can get a draw, that'd be great. <laughs> Batter them. 5-2. I, I seem to recall, oh my God, what's his name? John Motson saying it's one of the best games he's ever commentated on. So that will give yeah. you the level we're talking about. Yeah. It was end-to-end amazing. It was two teams who didn't give a shit about defending. They just went for it. Yeah. City took the chances. That Yeah, we were fantastic that day and that's that's just my favorite game of being at main road yeah yeah loved it how about you number one i'm gonna go it's one of the title ones isn't it it is so it's aston villa last season three two um and i was always gutted about missing out on the 93 20 moment and i thought you know what i'm never ever gonna get to see anything like that and you know I, i watched it of course but i wasn't there um so I was like, I was always like, oh, you know, I'm gutted. I missed out on that moment. Yeah. That must have been incredible yeah. for the fans. Um, so I felt like I got my own little mini 93-20 moment. Um, obviously, the, the stakes weren't quite the same. You know, we 
it was title winning, of course, but that was the, you know, the 93-21 is completely unmatched. But it was, you know, mm. um, another sort of 93-20 moment last season against Villa. So it was, you know, we, I think Liverpool went down, went a goal down. Um, and we the, like the stadium could see it and we were like, oh, you know, this is good. This is good. But then, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. then it went tits up for us and we, <laughs> it was like, you know, that feeling of dread, like, oh, God, not only are we not going to win the title, <laughs> but we're going to have to put up with the Scousers yeah. um, banging on about it um, forever. Yeah. Um, the media banging on about it forever. It just felt like a real... I mean, I don't have balls, obviously, but it felt like <laughs> how I would imagine a kick to the balls feels like. Not um, good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that it, it felt it felt catastrophic. It felt like the end of the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I may be, you know, slightly dramatic, but it did in that moment it, or in those moments. And yes. to... To come back, you know, to get that first goal and that that hope then starts building back and and you start yeah. thinking, could we do it? Can we do it? Um, and then Rodri equalises and it's like, oh, oh my goal. God, you know, yeah. could we do it? C- can we do this? Is this going to happen? Um, yes, and, then, and then that other goal goes in and it's like pure like pure ecstasy but then it's sort of that typical city mentality kicks in and it's like it's it felt amazing for about 20 seconds and then it's like shit there what if we what if we concede yeah that's it (laughs) yes can we hold on to this because there's still like what 15 10 15 minutes to go like (laughs) oh and then it and then it's like being on pins for like the rest of the game but once and then the whole stadium singing this singing to Steven Gerrard that he slips on his fucking arse and yeah, it just, great song. <laughs> and it was just brilliant because you started to think, you know, Steven Gerrard, Coutinho, it's is it written in the yeah. stars for Liverpool? Yeah. But then actually, is it written in the stars for us because we beat, you know, we are beating them and Liverpool to the title. So yeah, that was an incredible, incredible game and. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, and I got okay. home and bless my mum. You know, everyone knows she's a United fan, but she'd bought me like she'd had more faith in all of the city, more faith than all of the city fans, and she'd got me a <laughs> celebratory cake. Oh um, wow! And I got home and top she's mom. like, she is a top mum. She's a top mum. But I got home and she's like, God, I almost threw this away, thinking, Oh, what have I done? I've, oh, jin- I've jinxed them. <laughs> um, Thank God she kept it. I know. So um, now you mention it, it did taste a bit funny. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kid. Um, but yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, I just thought what we could do is maybe um, I know that we asked some of some people on Twitter mm. what their favourite game yeah. games were. I'm just going to have a quick look now. I did um, scribble some down. Did you scribble some down? Do you want to go yeah. through some of them? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so there was one for ten one when we beat Huddersfield in eighty seven. I think it was. Now I was going to that game. My dad's mm-hmm. listening. He, we decided that morning. I think we weren't, or I didn't. I was six or seven at the time. But it decided that morning that we weren't going to go. And City won ten one at home to Huddersfield. Um, yeah. Yeah. A few people had that. Granddad MCFC and yeah. Louise Smith and 
I think it's Mark L1705. I think that's, mm -hmm. I'm presuming that's not his date of birth. He'd be pretty old. But yeah, 10 1 against Huddersfield. Um, yeah. There's Mank Moth, Ryan MC, and Morris Kilbride. They had 6 1 at Old Trafford. We all know that oh, game. Oh, yes. Uh, there's, by the way, there was like 100 odd responses. So I'm just yeah, going to do. We are you all right if I. All. No, you're right if I just do another three or four and then we'll we'll call. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Robbo, Sky Blue 72 and City Joe and others went 2-1 home to Liverpool, that game a yes. couple, few years ago. Mm -hmm. Two brilliant teams. Yeah. Uh, Jan went for City 5, Monaco 3. That was a brilliant Ooh, game. Yes. Matt. Manny went 8-0 versus Watford. I think he said he went with his family for the first time. What a game to bloody oh, pick. Oh, yes. MCFC World to the rags. That's the one where, as MCFC World put it on the tweet, Gary Neville fed Gota. Great game that <laughs> one was. Love it. Can't stand Neville. Dipshit. <laughs> Sorry, Gota little rag was there. in both of our um, best City 11s. He was. He yeah. was. Yeah, he was a legend. Uh, the Gillingham game, of course. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, Ian Dean, they had that one. Ellie Fitz. Now, Ellie Fitz's one's quite interesting because he's actually a 4-1 loss to Arsenal where people listening will go, what? Well, yeah. I saw Ellie went through it and sort of said how brilliant the crowd were because a lot of crowds, i.e. Yes. Tottenham and Arsenal, shift mm -hmm. they go and leave the city yeah. fans didn't they supported the team and they also appreciated arsenal's brilliance under wenger Henri, and all them lot the mm -hmm. city fans just clapped you know they, they were just an exceptional team yeah. uh, uh, joanne schalker away said the Ooh. bodies going everywhere <laughs> there's, there's absolutely tons polpy i think that's his name uh four one home to the rags with sean wright phillips yeah. doing the robot oh okay yeah I think I saw um, that one, yeah. Yeah, Dominic Ryan come up with a good one, actually. FA mm. Cup semi-final, Yaya Torre scoring the goal 1-0. Oh, one -nil. yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And quite a few for Villa for the 3-2. So you've been through yeah. that one, Mark Jeffrey and some others. And yeah. I'll do one more. Uh, quite a few, actually, for JTR, I think that says there. At Europa versus Hamburg, which... Mm -hmm. A lot of people actually put this one down. We actually went out the competition, but the crowd yeah. was incredible. So yeah. thank you very much to everybody who responded. Honestly, yeah. loads. We can't even go through them all. So sorry if we've missed you, but we've read them all. So yeah, yeah thank absolutely. You. Thank you for thank you for sharing um, sharing them with us. Uh, there is one here though that that um, that was one of mine I wasn't there but it definitely would have been if I had been um was one nil against Leicester when Vinny scored oh, that was my uh, Lord, somebody called yeah. Oliver um no. so yeah incredible what a game to be at so lucky Oliver um, yeah, God, yes. <laughs> so um I mean just quickly because I know that we've had a couple of rants but <laughs> I just want to take <laughs> a, ta a take a second um to talk about some of the refereeing decisions last mm. week um and yeah. well over the last week not necessarily just last week but over the last week you know we've got um against Real Madrid you know we could have had um we could have seen some reds we should potentially should have um, yes. and then you know if we're talking about corruption against the 
you know, what people say are the elite teams, Real Madrid, United, um, Liverpool, then, you know, and then you see things like um, West Ham playing United last weekend, clear handball that wasn't even discussed. It's on my list, this one, Lindelof. Yeah, Lindelof, yeah. And yep. if you listen to the commentary, it was sort of, oh, yeah, no, that's not handball. He quite clearly moves his yes. hand towards the bleeding ball. Yes. It's, um, it's, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but I think it was it Jermaine Genus was like, oh, yeah, not handball, blah, 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 talking shit. Yeah, and then it was does, only when yeah. it was picked up in, um, in the halftime punditry or whatever. Yeah. Um, that they said, no, it was a handball because, you know, he does mm. move it whilst it's close to his body, he moves it towards the ball. He does. He stopped the ball. Yes, it was a, that one of the worst I've seen. It was anywhere, anyone else is penalty. Yeah. They're reviewing and that's penalty. Exactly. Too, there, there is two teams in particular that get decisions. And I know if there's a Liverpool United fan listening, they'll go, I'll piss off. It's yeah. true. Yeah. There are two teams, especially the rags as of late, that they're still shite anyway, so we yeah. don't care. But it was, yeah, you're right, the Lindelof one. Yeah. Dismal. Really, really shocking. Um, and it just pisses me off, because I think yeah. it it does, and I know as City fans, we have been on the shit end of a lot of decisions that have cost yeah. us as well that have cost us Champions League spots yes. um, in in late stages of the competition. Um, so we have been on the real shit end of some of some really dodgy, yes, corrupt refereeing decisions. I mean, you can't yep. nobody can tell me it's anything but corruption at this point. There's so blatant some of the shit that happens <laughs> that where you think, I'm sorry, but that can't be it. Nobody is that incompetent. Nobody no. is that stupid. And I know some referees get a lot of stick um, when perhaps actually it, it's a tough call to make. But nobody is that stupid and that incompetent to make such poor decisions. If I yeah. was that incompetent at my job, I'd be sued for a lot of money. You'd be out. Yes. I, I wouldn't, yeah. And, and I wouldn't have a job anymore. So, you know, why are these referees... Why are these referees getting away with it? The only reason is because it's it's done on purpose. It's corrupt. That's the only thing I can think of. And, yeah. you know, you may get a lot of other fans of, of football, you know, saying actually the top six get the decisions and, you know, the rest yeah. of um, the table or the rest of the teams uh, suffer a lot. And actually, that th- there probably is a bit of truth to that as well. So I'm not saying City yes, get, absolutely. you know, City are the only team to get um, the the horrible end of refereeing. And we probably do get some decisions against some of the teams that are below us as well. So, yeah. but it doesn't, <clears throat> you know, that further supports the idea that refereeing and VAR, don't get me started on that, is corrupt. <laughs> it has to be. The best. Yeah. It, it, I, I've said it many a time. I, I bore people to tears with it on Twitter, and I've got to a point where I've just given up ranting on on Twitter. I mean, because I used to get responses even from City fans saying it's not corrupt, it's not corrupt. It's not, right, the worst one I've ever seen is the Rashford one where Bruno went and scored. We oh, all know which one that is. Hell. That is, I, I wasn't. 
point, I just threw my arms up in the air and just said, I, I knew as soon as they surrounded that linesman and the rest, the goal was being given because yeah. they bottled that big time. The crowd were on him. Oh, no, it should be a goal. It should be a goal. They literally listened to the crowd and Bruno bloody Fernandes and gone, yeah, it's probably a goal. Look how much they're protesting. Give them the goal. If that is the other end, absolutely no way that goal is given. No. So I, that is, in effect, corrupt. That is yeah. dodgy decisions for a certain team. Yeah, There's that one. Even stuff outside of City. There's Arsenal-Brentford. Yeah, There was a goal scored in that game. They did the VAR check. They bloody put the lines on the wrong player. <laughs> <laughs> so they had the line on the wrong player and disallowed the goal. <laughs> I mean, you just sat there going, how can somebody be so bloody crap at their job? And yep. like you said... Are they that or is yeah. it dodgy? I think dodgy for sure. Uh, Willock uh, had a goal disallowed for Newcastle. I can't. I don't mm. recall who it was against. He was pushed. <laughs> he yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. He was the one pushed, scored, goal disallowed. Mm. It's like, well, hang on, mate. I was the one fouled. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was that one. There was a Romero. Romero, who's always fouling everyone at Spurs. Kukurea yeah. uh, pulling his hair. Clear as day, oh, just yeah. dragged his hair. Nothing, yeah. absolutely on review as well. Nothing. Uh, I remember that. What a girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and Brighton's goal disallowed against Palace. Again, the wrong yeah. player for the VAR lines. Yeah. And there was another one, I'm going to say Saints, where they literally had it. It was Saints, and I think it was against United again. Surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My mate was telling me about this one, and a Saints fan. And he said that the goal was given onside. This was a Saints goal. Mm. And then they changed, they redrew the line after it come up green. <laughs> and then he was offside. Oh, I mean, what Lord. does he, you know, you just, the refs, they're, they're dead. Some of them, or all of them, PG, MOL, whatever they're called. Yeah. Dodgy, without any doubt. They're dodgy. Yeah. I don't care what anyone, no one can, everyone's entitled to their own opinion mine is they're dodgy and corrupt yeah. without any shadow of a doubt yeah. certain teams are being favoured two in particular yeah. especially United this season Liverpool yes. practically won a title on it although they were an excellent team but yeah. I'm just saying dodgy I'm sick and tired of it every time I watch games now you don't know what's going to happen it's no. in the hands of these refs. Our league title this season is the hands of these bloody refs. Yeah. You just never know Absolutely. what's going to happen. Sack the bloody lot of them, I say. Anyway, so that's my rant. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, where do you stand on, or what are your opinions on micing the referees up? So just, you know, to kind of promote that transparency, because there mm. isn't any at the moment. And, you could, you know, based on the evidence, based on what we see right in front of our eyes it's dodgy as hell I mean do you think miking the referees up would help with that sense of transparency do you think they'd even go for that because I mean you know it's done in yeah. other sports but yes resistance here yeah there is resistance yes. because they know yes. they control the game the players don't control the game anymore the referees yeah. do VAR does and and that is why they wanted VAR without this extra level of transparency that other sports have. So do you, do you yes. think that miking the referees up would be helpful? 
I think when you're corrupt, you're corrupt. It, it may yeah. do to bring, but they're still going to give. Yeah. Put up they with can the booze. Just, yeah, exactly. Oh, well, they can just talk shit, can't they? They can just. Yeah, they're just making them say, oh, it's yeah. definitely this. And then after they go, yeah. you get a nice little letter from Howard Webb. Oh, going, well, we're only oh sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, mate. We made this mistake. By the way, you're going down, it could cost you 100 million. But, you yeah. know, I'm really, really sorry. It's like, you can yeah. shove that letter, get some proper refs. Yeah. Howard Webb especially, he can piss off for starters. Yeah. He can get him straight out the door. He, he's an open bloody rag fan. Yeah, no surprise exactly. they're getting decisions just as he's been appointed. Exactly. exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't. I I did get frustrated with this, as you can probably tell, and I know you do. And we've spoke about it. I've yeah. had enough of refs. I've had enough. Not VAR. Not the actual system. That no. doesn't really bother me. It's the morons running it. That's yeah. the problem. So when people go, oh, "Bloody VAR," it's not VAR. It's not VAR. It's the VAR officials yeah. exactly. that are the problem. The morons running it. They yeah. haven't got bloody clue. Exactly. Get VAR rid. could be brilliant. Yeah. It could be really good. It could be really yes. great for football. But yes. it's the it's how it's being used. It's being used to control games, and that's not the purpose that shouldn't be the purpose of the system it should be used as a tool that's right and the daily mail which i think it's the daily mail i had a thing out and i'm not saying they're particularly factual either but they they had something out which showed that united and liverpool the top two teams to benefit from points over the last few years since var coming in well stone me (laughs) what a surprise (laughs) you know anyone could have guessed that but yeah, so that's my rant done on it. But the refs, get rid, get rid, get rid. Train new ones. I don't know what they're going to do, but get people that are not yeah. being bloody corrupt or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> here, here. Bang, <laughs> bang, bang. So, uh, <laughs> so we've got some huge games coming up. Um, obviously, every game now from now until... Uh, the end of the season is like a it's like a cup final. Yes. Need the points in the Premier League. Need the win at home against Madrid. Interestingly, uh, Gary Neville piping up, of course, as usual, um, <laughs> was saying that the re- that the result in Real Madrid um, might influence or dictate the lineup from Pep for Everton away, which, again, is a huge game. It'll be really tough. They're fighting yes. against relegation. Um, it's, it is a huge game. Do you... I mean, I disagreed with that. I think Pep will go on a game-by-game basis and he will choose the side that he believes is best for each game, regardless of the upcoming fixture. Yes, we've got five days break. Um, yeah. So we've got Everton. It's just a yeah preview Everton. So yeah, I yeah no, I, I'm with you. I hundred percent disagree with Gary Neville. Yeah. The Pep won't rest no matter what happened last weekend with Newcastle Arsenal. In my opinion, obviously, I don't know that. Um, we, I think, sorry, we will play. And I've sort of wavered on this. I think we'll be playing pretty much the team that played against Real Madrid. Um, I yeah. mean, I could do my predicted eleven yeah. here. Go I guess it makes sense. So I'd have Edison. I'll, I'll just say Ake's not available for this one. Yes. So we'll just we'll just go with that one. Um, I I think it will be Edison, 
I think uh, I'm wavering on this one. I keep wavering on right back. Does he go Walker mm. again? Yeah. I think Walker will start. Mm. I think Stones and Diaz will start. And I think Akanji will start. I think it'll be that same back four. Mm-hmm. I think Rodri will play. I think Bernardo will play with De Bruyne. I think Foden. Yes, I agree. And Grealish and Haaland. So I don't foresee many changes, maybe two, maybe yeah. three. And even if that result of Arsenal, Pep wants this title. Yes. And he wants he it ASAP. Yeah. He will not go. He wants it let's rest. Yeah, let's rest eight players against Everton. And if we lose, yeah. well, we'll have to win the like no. It's win now, yes. worry later. And exactly. we've had five days off to this point. So it's game yeah. on. What about you? What what's your eleven on that? Yeah, I agree with your eleven. I think, I, I, but I do think Foden will be brought in. Um, yeah, I, he'll go strong. I don't think he'll be thinking ahead to the Real Madrid midweek at home. Yeah, you know, Pep always has always stood by. You know, I, we think about the next game, the next game, the next game. Don't yeah. think too far ahead in advance. Um, we do what's best for each game, and I think he will continue to do that. I don't think he'll change his mind just for this random time. Um, he'll go strong. Mm. He won't put a weakened side out. No. Regardless of, of what happened um, at Real Madrid, I don't think that that will have influenced his decision at all. So I agree with your starting lineup, and I, but I do think Foden will, will come in um, just for yeah. some extra creativity. Um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, absolutely. Well, we Everton are going to be tough as well. They've just smashed Brighton. They're too clear, I think, of relegation mm-hmm. as it stands. They've got Wolves away, Bournemouth home, which I think they can get six from that because Wolves are yes. probably on their holiday. Bournemouth, mm-hmm. done, Bournemouth done brilliant. But if you yeah. want a game to stay up, Bournemouth home is probably a fairly nice one on paper. And mm-hmm. um, is I think he'll keep them up now. I think the minimum they'll get off them last two games is four, and that'll be enough to to keep them in the division. And hopefully we win, um, obviously. But Everton's tricky. It'll be tough. The crowd will be on it. We've just had a tough game. We've got another one three days later. Mm -hmm. But we need eight points from 12 to win the title. I think think we'll beat Everton. But it will be close, as it has been the last couple of years. Agreed. What do you think for the the Madrid lineup then? Do you do you think it'll be the same as the the away leg? I think it will be. Yes, yeah, same. The only change Ake may come in for yes. Kanji if Ake's back. Otherwise, exact same team. Yeah. No need to change it. I don't see Foden starting just because no. I think he'll go for control. Foden will come on, I would yeah. imagine, and mm-hmm. especially if we need goals, Foden will come on. Mm-hmm. But Pep will want control. Get the first goal control the game, get the yeah. second goal, then we yeah, tie it up, hopefully. But yeah, same team. Yeah, agreed. I think he'll go for the same team. Like you said, I think he'll want to control it. Yes. And then yeah. potentially bring on Foden. I mean, Mares is, is always fantastic in the Champions League. That's Brilliant. His, it's his yeah. sort of uh, speciality, I'd say. But, um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think he'll change anything. I think he'll go with exactly the same. Because they yeah, were brilliant, same. and you know, it did. They did, for the most part, control. Um, yeah, control oh, they the did. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, so we are nearly done for episode four. We d- 
do need to give our blue mm. balls an update on our predictions, our weekend predictions. <laughs> Score who's ahead at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it is you. You yes. well. Your lead has been cut though. I know so it has. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. It was thirteen to yourself, nine to me. Uh, okay. Just a quick reminder, real quick reminder to anyone: it's a point if we guess the correct uh, result from the week, the nine weekend Premier games. We don't do City because we don't mm. want to jinx it. Jinx it. Um, <laughs> so we've been doing it just for a couple of weeks now. Laura was on thirteen. I was on nine, as I say last week. I got three, and you got two. So that closes the gap to 15-12. So the gap's from four oh. to three points. So Laura 15, Tone 12. That is the latest score. You're creeping up on me. Chips and gravy at stake. Uh. I'll have my knife and fork ready. I'm catching. I can sense it now. Give over. <laughs> get your knife and fork ready. You better get your wallet ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get my card. Uh. I've got it on my watch now, so I'll leave my wallet home. I'll pay off my watch, <laughs> these smart little watches. <laughs> Very fancy. Um, that's because you're Southern. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> you monk, really. Um, yeah, parents so, are, yes. <laughs> so, um, we are going to make our predictions for the upcoming fixtures. Yeah, brill. So, we've got first off on Saturday at 12.30 kick-off Leeds and Leeds v Newcastle so Leeds at home what are you going for? Oh, that's a big big it game is, both ends Newcastle cannot bloody lose this I mean neither can Leeds but if Newcastle lose this Liverpool are going to be right on it I'm going to go Halladice no no I'm, I'm narrow Newcastle mm-hmm. how about you? Newcastle okay um, so then we've got a load of three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday, um, and no later kickoff, which is annoying. Uh, but anyway, oh. so yeah, it just ruins my Saturday routine. <laughs> yeah, Premier League, get a grip, Premier League. Yeah, <laughs> ruining my weekend. Um, <laughs> so it's three o'clock. Uh, we've got Villa v Spurs. Villa have gone off it a bit recently, haven't they? Yeah, they've slipped off. They lost at Wolves, didn't they? Yeah. Um, if you can hear something in the background, by the way, it's hammering it down here. Uh, Villa Spurs, I will go with a draw, I think. Spurs are diabolical, but they are I think, shit. yeah, they might they might make a draw. Okay. What about I'm going to go with a Spurs win. Okay. I'm just no, I'm not. I'm going for down. a draw. Oh, you're going for a draw? Yeah, just thinking about their defence. It's terrible, so uh, I, don't, I don't see them not conceding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Chelsea Forest. Oh, now that's... Stamford Bridge. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, I'll go Chelsea. I don't, I do, it won't be by much. Well, I'll say that five stars. I'm sticking with Chelsea. How about you? Uh, I am gonna go with a oh, with a with a Chelsea win. Okay, cool. Um, Palace Bournemouth. That's a tough one. Bournemouth have done well. They have done all right. Hodgson's done well. I'll go Palace. Yeah, I'm gonna go Bournemouth. 
Okay. Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you no, wavering? I'm going to go for a draw. You're going to draw? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me just note that one down. Okay. United Wolves. United. Yeah, I, I want United to... the Norwich Scarves with them. Oh, they will if they lose. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they'll have them in the bag ready to go. Uh... United Wolves. I'll go United, unfortunately. Yeah. I think Wolves are on holiday. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with the United win. I can't see them losing, what is it, three no. in a row? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, shame. <laughs> I know. Oh, dear. What? Anyway, um, <laughs> Saints Fulham. Saints, I'm sad to say, are down. Fulham are safe, doing really well. Fulham are doing really well. Yeah, I, I think... I don't bet often against Saints because I've got a soft spot, but I'll, I'll go Fulham. I think Fulham will will finish Saints off. Yeah. I, I just think Saints are so poor at the moment. Yeah. How about you? I'm going to go for a Fulham win. I don't see any other um, result, unfortunately, for them. Yeah, shame. Um, shame. It is. Um, then we've got Sunday, 2 o'clock. Um, we're skipping Everton City and yep. we'll go to Brentford, West Ham. Uh, West Ham just been in Europe. Brentford are good. I'll go draw. I'm going for a draw there too. Okay, so draw from both. Okay. And then we've got 4.30 kickoff, Arsenal and Brighton. Ah, yes, of course. Well, I'm hoping we'd have beat Everton, put the pressure on. I'm going to go draw on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. uh, Arsenal win. OK. Um, And then there's Monday night football, 8 o'clock, Leicester and Liverpool. Leicester are so bad. I'm really disappointed <laughs> in Leicester. I'm sorry, they are terrible. Um, I they thought they'd shocking. stay up. They could still stay up. They've got some good players there, but Liverpool, to be honest, Liverpool aren't playing well. They've won the last few 1 0, I think, and mm. they were piss poor against Brentford. Mm. They're lucky to win that game. Well, they beat Leicester. They probably will. Yeah, I'll go Liverpool. How about you? Yeah, I'm going Liverpool. I, I can't see. Leicester are so bad. It's so bad at the back. And Dean Smith, yeah, he's not the answer. It's not his fault. It's definitely not his oh, fault. But he's, he's not going to keep yeah. him up. Damage was already done, wasn't it? I don't think. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's a Thursday game. Is this the same game week? Newcastle Brighton at seven thirty on Thursday. That's a midweek one. Do you want to yeah. predict that? Will we have that in time for the next show? Because I've asked Thursday night. I'm just thinking. Hmm. I guess yeah, we could... Uh, no, I don't... Um, no, I don't think no. it'll be in time, will it? No, no. I think, New, I think Newcastle will edge it, but I won't include this in our in our thing. What about you? Do you think Newcastle or Brighton? Yeah, I think Newcastle. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I think Newcastle, I reckon. Cool. Brilliant. Yeah. Awesome. Well, make sure you all tune in next week for episode five to find out whether... I skyrocket above tone. Yes, <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> I I reckon I've got a good chance there. And then again, though, I think I don't think we're that different, are we, in predictions this week? No, I think about half of them are the same, so I'm not yeah. I've got much chance. <laughs> mm, we'll see. We'll see. Um. So 
that's pretty much it for this um for this episode just want to um quickly mention we've i don't know whether you want to give more details but we've got the well our first youtube show mm. um mm. coming up haven't we yeah end of the month last day of the premier league season 28th of may three till four liverpool fan couple of blues yeah uh, we'll send a tweet out i think we spoke about it last week sent a tweet we'll send another one out in the next week or so but everyone yeah. seems keen had a couple of messages with them they're buzzing to go yeah, bring it on. Can't wait. Looking forward to that one. Woohoo! <laughs> um, just got a bit of energy there. Um, yeah, why not? <laughs> love anything it. else you want to cover before we finish off? No, just the usual. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Our numbers are going up, which is unbelievable. I thought, you know, you tend to sort of, you know, get the big boost and then you sort of settle in, but they're going up and mm-hmm. the, the feedback's been awesome. The support yeah. we've had, uh, carrying on on uh, Twitter as well as been, you know, sending out message or retweeting ours and all this sort of stuff, yes. as has many of the blues. Thank you very, very much. Much appreciated. Please keep listening and supporting and we'll be back. Yes, I second that. Thank you. You've all been absolutely incredible. Um really is amazing, amazing stuff. Um yeah. Yeah. But that's it. That's it for us. Great. For Thank a you, whole everyone. week. Thank you for bothering to listen to us. I don't know why you put yourselves <laughs> through it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. But yeah, no, thank you. And thank you, Tone, as always. And you, Laura. Cool. All right. Bye, Peace everyone. out. Bye.